Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. Coming up on NBA Today, John Morant, he spoke to reporters for the first time since being suspended for the first 25 games of the season. What can we expect when he returns to action in just four days? And the Warriors, they dropped another one last night across the street to the Clippers. Are we witnessing the fall of a dynasty? Here with Steve Kerr and Steph Curry had to say. Plus, we have a generational battle tonight. LeBron and Wemby, they face off for the first time ever on ESPN. Can the most hyped number one pick since LeBron actually pull off an upset? That NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet, alongside our senior. Oh, I get a fist bump. Our senior writer, Zach Lowe, the one and we only have to. Today, Aguma K, Mr. Kendrick Perkins, carry on oh, himself. Are you, you going to do it? Thank you. Oh, All right. you missed. Now, Zach better. just happy as Friday. Zach is I happy. I am happy as Friday. Why not? Let's get our show and started. It's December 15th. Yeah, go play We're some poker and drink some bills. Our show in Memphis. Grizzly superstar John Moran's 25 game suspension. It is slated to end December 19th. That is just four days from now. And Ja, he spoke to reporters for the first time this morning it was definitely tough um some horrible days you know um it, it was tough but like I said you know to you know start this um you know with the support you know that I had you know throughout this process it, you know it definitely helped me a lot I made a lot of mistakes you know not some that's even been public you know even with my family um it's a lot you know, obviously, I wouldn't say, you know, uh, I regret it, but I'm, you know, not happy that it happened. Um, but I'm also, you know, grateful that, you know, I had this opportunity to, like you said, reflect um, and do things that, you know, I felt like was not only needed for me, but, you know, for my family. Obviously, nobody likes losing. So, you know, our job is to, you know, go out there and get a win. Um, I take full responsibility of that. Um, obviously, even though I'm not on the floor, you know, um, Decisions I made didn't allow me to be out there, you know, to go to uh, battle with my team. So and I honestly feel like, you know, I can't go away from being Ja. Um, I feel like that's the most important thing, you know, not trying to lose myself or, you know, be somebody that I'm not or, you know, act totally different. But the change will be, you know, my decision making and, you know, how I go about my daily life of being, you know, a, NBA player, you know, a father, a role model, a brother, a son, um, and just, you know, focusing in on that, you know, being, you know, the best job I can be. John really seemed reflective. He seemed introspective in this meeting with reporters. Perk, what was your reaction to hearing his comments? Well, I'm glad he got that out the way. Now we can get back, we can get to the present or, or get to the future, and that's him playing the game of basketball, right? John Morant playing the game of basketball and getting his name back. Not the name on his birth certificate, his NBA name back before all this happened. The guy that we was thinking about 
possibly could be the face of the league, the guy that was selling out of the arenas, the guy was, that was the most electrifying player in the NBA. How do you get that name back? You get that name back by going out there on the court and performing at a high level. That's how you win the audience back. That, look, the Memphis Grizzlies are not playing for a damn thing anyway. They too far behind the eight ball. Six and 17 on the season. Yeah, in the Western Conference. So at the end of the day, the only thing that they got to look forward is Ja going back, filling up the stands, getting back in good graces with the league, getting back in good graces with the fan base. Yeah, but Jaw is talented enough to change the trajectory of the Grizzly season. I mean, they're a couple games out of the 10th, and we're talking about potentially getting into the plan. But the question we've all been wondering is, is he capable of changing the trajectory of his life? And I think we heard a little bit to that answer and is yes I like his demeanor I like how he said you know what people care about the losing but I just care about not losing myself and I think he's really taken this time to reflect you can see it in how he talked and how he was just really articulating his points but overall I mean like you said Perk when we get back to basketball he has to be solid on both ends both on and off the court and when it comes to on the court they need him and what could he do to help I looked at the numbers last season there were first in points in the paint they're 25th right now Mm -hmm. Uh, last season and they were second in fast break points. They're 24th right now. Him stepping onto the court will change those numbers, put them in at least a little bit of relevance and being able to compete for, even though it's the bottom, I mean, he, we're going to be talking about him because he can really transform this team. He was the most electrifying player in the NBA when he played. And it wasn't just electrifying in an empty calories circus kind of way. His style his tenacity, his willingness to move off the ball. He brought teammates along with him. He lifted his teammates up when he was on the floor. Obviously, different stuff was happening off the floor. And this is not the Grizzlies franchise completely sideways. This was a franchise on the ascent, a franchise that looked like it was going to be one of the teams that would own the NBA over the next 10 years. Forget the play-in. Forget their record. They just need to reestablish what they had before. That Desmond Bain, John Morant, and Jaron Jackson Jr. is a trio that can bring this team into a serious playoff team, a conference finals level team, the team they look like they were headed to being. And that starts with John Morant living up to his words. And so we all are rooting for it. We all hope it happens. But this franchise has been not totally sideways. It's time to set the record aside. Just get back what you had. Mm-hmm. And it, you're exactly right, but... Think about this for a second. When you look at the Memphis Grizzlies, and Sinead, you talked about they're not too far out of the 10th spot, but I just think about the depth in the Western Conference, right? You think about how the Clippers are starting to to make that jump. You look at the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's just, I'm looking at this Memphis Grizzlies roster, and they're not that good, right? Like Jaron Jackson Jr., right, he's had flashes. We know what Desmond Bain is capable, capable of doing, but the roster just don't seem that damn good to make that leap. Because it's not just Ja. It's Marcus Smart's out. It's Brandon Steven Clark's Adams. out. Steven Adams out. Luke Kennard's out. Like, they just are so yep. down into the deep end of the rotation. And, Perk, I, you know, 6-17, and 17, like, it don't sound like that much of the season has passed. There's six games out of the play-in with only 60 games left. Like, the math says their chances are like this. Like, I think this season is pretty close to just be in a throwaway. And the important thing is just, like, get the team back on track. 
Right. So what would make you feel good then if you're saying the rest of the season is a throwaway and you're hearing Jaw say he feels guilt for the Grizzlies' struggles, you're hearing him say he takes full responsibility, really striking all of the right notes that he needed to today in meeting with reporters for the first time. We know, right, that he has been able to have access to practices, have access to the practice facility this entire time during his suspension. So when you're looking at the rest of the season and it's not necessarily measured by whether or not they make the play-in, what is it measured by that tells you, okay, Memphis is back on track to that electrifying team that we were all rooting for and loved to watch? They were a team no one wanted to play against. They were fast, they were nasty, and Cheney nailed it. They had one kind of offense with John Morant, which was rim, 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 paint, paint, paint. That offense is gone. They're 29th in points per possession in the NBA. They're only ahead of the Spurs. They need to reestablish a model of scoring, and Chine hit it hard. Like, they've lost that paint identity yeah, without him. But him playing means that it can come back. Absolutely. I do think that Steven Adams was the cog to a lot of their machines. He, like, he was the adult in the room on both ends that was able to really jurisdict how they played. But I do believe that, you know, Ja, when it came to his story, it went from zero to hero, right? I think he's capable of still making them relevant. Now, they are not going to be, you know, the contenders at the top of the West, but can they be relevant? Can they find their identity? I think the expectations have fully shifted, but when it comes to job performing, I know that if he's on that floor, we will be talking about him. Well, well, listen, they're not making the playoffs, okay? Let's get that understood. They're not making the damn playoffs. But as Zach pointed out, it's about getting their culture back, getting their culture back getting butts into those seats, getting the ticket sales back up. Uh, what was it, two years ago? We took the whole <laughs> network and went, went down, down there. Electrifying and games ate some have been at in the last But, but, but what I'm saying, a small market team, when was the last time we actually did an all-access where we spent the week down there? And it was because of John Morant. I hope that he know the value of what he meant to that organization and the effect that he has had on that organization, not just from the fan base yeah. point, but from his teammates. We're going to get back to John Moran a little bit later in the show, but just for now, I'd like to end with something that stood out to me that he said. He said he realized what's at stake. Mm -hmm. This time made him realize what is at stake, both on the basketball court with his family, with his teammates, seeing the consequences on and off of the floor. And so it feels like really he understands the opportunity that he has. And because of who he is, who we all know him to be, we're rooting for him to get back to that point. Uh, we're going to check in with a live report from Memphis coming up still on our show. Also on NBA Today, here with Steve Kerr and Steph Curry had to say their first comments on Draymond's indefinite suspension. We're also going to answer the question everybody is thinking. Where do the Warriors go from here? Plus, with the Dubs out of the Western Conference race, at least for now, who is the best out West Big Park? I think we might need a big list for this one. Oh, it's time. Big things popping. Janae, I know you know what day it is. <laughs> hey, big things popping. It is Friday. It is Friday. It is December what? 15th. That means that 88%, right? Yes. Of the league can be trade eligible today. So who could get moved sooner Ooh. rather than later? NBA Today will be back after this. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. Green runs over Nurkic. Ooh. Oh, man. Nurkic is down in a heap. I've never seen that before on a basketball court in an NBA game. I hope Draymond gets the help he needs. As you know, I'm not one to apologize for things I meant to do, but I do apologize to you, sir. This time, Draymond Green has gone too far, suspended indefinitely by the NBA. There's no way around this. The league had to do what it had to do because of the repeated transgressions of Draymond Green. This is a breaking point for the Warriors. Draymond has to find a way to not cross the line. The line is when you're not going to be there for your teammates at the time when they need you. So Draymond Green, he served the first game, right, of his indefinite suspension last night and what was another loss for the Golden State Warriors. Now Steve Kerr and Steph Curry, they both, they both spoke about Draymond's suspension for the first time yesterday. Take a listen. It's been tough, obviously, you know, trying to get ahead on straight on the situation we're in that he's in, um, you know, trying to focus uh, you know, as a team on, on basketball and Coming out performing and trying to, you know, obviously win and get ourselves out of this funk. The conversations we had yesterday were about him, you know, personally and making sure the focus is getting right, getting, you know, on a path that's going to allow him to be who he needs to be as a, as a person, as a man, father, husband, and a basketball player um, in that order. And... That's going to, you know, that, that journey is going to be challenging, but we're all here to support him and, uh, and try to hold it down while he's gone. The answer is to, to help Draymond and give him the help he needs, give him an opportunity to make a change that will not only help him, help our team, um, but help him for the rest of his life. The one who uh, grabbed Rudy and choked Rudy, the one who took a, a wild flail at, at uh, Yusuf, uh, the one who punched Jordan last year. Um, that's, that's the guy who has to change, and he knows that. You look at the past year and what's happened, it's clear he, he needs the opportunity to change, and that's what an indefinite suspension gives him the opportunity for. So, again, that was the first time that we heard from both Kerr and Curry and all of this. It, it definitely stood out to me that Steve Kerr was so explicit in the transgressions that he was talking about and, and saying, punching Jordan Poole. But, but what stood out to you from those comments, Shanae? Yeah, that was the necessary accountability from a coach that wants to also protect his team, right? And I think Steve Kerr is a fantastic players coach. But I think that sometimes when you're a players coach, 
it can hurt you to some degree because that requires you to also have a coach on the floor a player that really knows how to run things just as well because he's going to empower everyone to be their best, their best selves. And that player is Draymond Green. Mm. But Draymond has been the biggest transgressor here in this situation. When you have a player's coach, you don't have to design plays. You let them just go and run their offenses, and that's what made the Golden State Warriors great. But unfortunately, now this iteration of the Warriors, you need someone that can rein things in. And I think oftentimes when you have situations with Draymond Green or someone being an emotional leader, when that person steps out of bounds, you need to be able to rein them in. And I think it's just been a failure of reining him in. And that is just by design of the Warriors having strength in numbers and letting everyone become their best selves. Mm. You, you, you know what's crazy to me is that listening to Steve Kerr sound like he was speaking at a funeral, like he lost a family member. Okay. Draymond Green is not the victim here, right? We all acknowledge, yes, okay, they're going to get him some help. But at the end of the day, with this help, this is a punishment for his actions of what he done to others. So I don't like a Steve Kerr approach. And my thing is, when it comes down to Steve Kerr, he's loud and proud about everything else, whether that's calling out, you know, the sound system, with the Phoenix Suns, whether it's speaking on social justice or whatever the case may be. But when it comes down to this type of thing of holding this player accountable publicly, all of a sudden he goes solid in this soft voice. And I don't like that. Draymond Green is not the victim. I mean, he listed out explicitly yeah, all the he, stuff yeah. Draymond Green did. You just want him to say it louder? Yeah, I want him to say it with more force. His energy like, said everything. And, and you and I both talked to Steve a bit a bit last night, but it, it feels like the Warriors are trying to strike this balance of our role is to support Draymond because he needs it through this. He, he's had conversations with the team that, that I know that Steve and Steph sort of declined to elaborate on publicly. But from what I'm told, the tenor of those conversations from Draymond is he knows that he messed up. And so they need to strike a, a balance of supporting him as well. I mean, I hope he knows he messed up because he messed up. I mean, there's no there's no other side to the Nurkic incident and the Gobert incident. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could frame it. I guess he was protecting Clay Thompson for Gobert. He messed up. He knows he messed up. And look, this is 11 years of shared history between Draymond Green and Stephen Curry. You know, and and almost that many years with Steve Kerr. This is an emotionally loaded situation for a team that remember we're not far removed. They start six and two. Yep. I remember they won a close game. I can't remember who it was. And Steve Kerr got up there defiantly and declared, this, is who, this is who we are. The team that couldn't win on the road last year, the team that choked away close games last year, that's not us. We're back. This is who we are. They're 4-12 in yeah. their last 16 games. Draymond has this, – this is like an earthquake for their team. They're just trying to figure out how do we play, who do we play. It's tough to do that. When you're in a Western Conference, it offers absolutely no quarter, no margin for error. They're 10 and 14. They're like a five, losing five out of seven from like the season is just away from them at that point. Like right. that's where we are with them. And to your point, I mean, the losses, they continue to pile up and figuring out those issues on the floor is something that I asked Stephen Curry about uh, before the game. And you've been around this league long enough. You try to hold on to the fabric of how we do things uh, with the group that we've done it with for so long and now you're in a position where that's that's threatened a little bit and that's okay like acknowledge it um we have a lot of talented guys who are trying to find their way and increase their roles and, and have a lot of confidence in in what this group can do i think this year these first 20 games have kind of signaled it might look a little different 
Roll the rock out. Let's go. So the Warriors started Brandon. Yeah. Brandon Pajemski. Paul. Yeah. yeah, Brandon Pajemski in place Pajemski. of Andrew Wiggins, Kaminga in place of Green. Is this the first step, do you think, in writing the, the ship for Golden State, making those changes? I mean, they had to do something. Andrew Wiggins just hasn't been good enough this year. There's just no juice, no life in his game. Pajemski missed shots last night, but he's going to run around and get rebounds and make passes and all that. Look, you know, Kaminga as a starter, we'll see if it works. I mean, Steve Kerr's reaching. He's reaching for solutions, and they lost the game. You know, they fought hard. They played hard. The Clippers, three games in four nights. And it looked at times like they, they were so small without Dre. They were already small. And, like, Kawhi just said, oh, you got Clay Thompson is your best option on me? I'm just going to beat him up in every possession at the end of the game. So it's going to be – there's a lot of puzzle pieces to move around. It's going to be tough. Like, it's every game, every night is tough in the West. Yeah, and historically, if there was one weakness for the Golden State Warriors, it was size. Mm-hmm. Draymond made up so much – for that lack of size with his heart, his tenacity and how he approached the game, his IQ defensively. Yep. Now their margin for error is this. It's literally this. And that's why in that Clippers win for the Clippers, I mean, it was almost Lob City. Russ got a dunk. Kawhi got a dunk. Zubat's got a dunk. James Harden was people don't all. fear. I mean, people don't fear the Warriors. And then on top of it, they're going through this situation, so they have to manage that, those changes. So the Warriors have leaned. I actually like the fact that they've gone back to their original identity. Because the Warriors came onto the scene through developing their young stars. And at the end of the day, the people that were out there gave the right energy, followed the scouting report, were the ones that were successful. And right now, that's the younger guys. Now, lastly, I'm concerned about Wiggins being benched. Because, you know, there's certain guys that we criticize at times, like Russell Westbrook, they get benched. Oh, what's he going to do? But sometimes that bravado helps you get through those situ- that situation. With Wiggs, he's been through some things. And now, like, I know what it's like to switch things, you know, and go to the bench. It's not easy to digest in the middle of a season. And then on top of it, his personality, will he be able to have that type of, you know, ability to bring some energy to get through that? Right. And, and Steph Curry talked about fabric, right? The fabric that you know, their fabric of their team. That's the old fabric. Every single season, it's new fabric, right? So you got to have that new fabric. You got to have that new look. And I keep harping on this. It's like they need new energy, whether it's from the young guys and Jonathan Kaminga, Moses yep. Moody, our guy <laughs> Brandon Pod. You, you got know it. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying they, they need new energy, right? Steve Kerr need new energy. Steph Curry need new energy. Like, you got to find it within because obviously it's not trades out there, you know, unless things go really, really south with Andrew Wiggins. Sure. Right? Think about that for a second. Just a few years ago, we were actually saying he was the second best not player. Not a few years Two ago. Two years ago. 19 in, months ago. It was in the finals <laughs> run. That he was All the second star. best player after Steph Curry in the postseason. Yep. And here he is. To, here, here he was last night. He was the one that had to take a back seat and come off the bench, and rightfully so because he hasn't been doing a damn thing. Yeah, well, for what it's worth, Steve Kerr said that he is going to ride with this new starting five for a little bit, get a sample size, see what he has with this group, and then make adjustments from there. But the Warriors know, Steph Curry said, we're going to have to take a bite at the apple every single day because he was asked, how do you fix this? He said, you're going to have to ask me that after every game. He just does not have the answer. I wonder how many apples they got. Still to come on NBA Today, we're going to head out to Memphis where John Morant spoke for the first time this season. Will his return be just too little, too late for the struggling Grizzlies? And... Starting today, do you know what can happen? Well, almost 90% of all NBA players, they're eligible to be traded. So what moves will teams make as we race toward the trade deadline? I can't believe we're already there. Plus, Janae, it's not your list. Oh, man. Zach, 
It ain't your list. It's, it's not? not my list. It is Big Perk's <laughs> big list of best teams out west. See, you made the top spot. Thanks Ooh. on NBA Today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. Obviously, nobody likes losing. So, you know, our job is to, you know, go out there and get a win. Um... I take full responsibility of that. Um, obviously, even though I'm not on the floor, you know, um, decisions I made didn't allow me to be out there, you know, to go to uh, battle with my team. So, We now welcome in our NBA reporter, Tim McMahon, who is currently in Memphis. So, Tim, the Grizzlies are scoring the fewest points per game out of any team this season. So what's Jaws' level, his ability to come in and impact winning in games immediately? Well, certainly there is a sense of urgency, and we're going to find that out on Tuesday, exactly how ready he is. I can tell you I asked Derek Rose a similar question the other night, and I'm going to have to paraphrase because D. Rose said, I know this, he's a hard-working bleepity bleep, said he's been there early, been there after, getting his individual work done. And, and you know, NBA teams don't practice a lot during the season, just the way the schedule works. For much of this season, John Moran has been scout team. Lately, they've been getting him ready to return. He's been working with the starters, hmm. working with the uh, rotation guys, trying to ramp him up. Again, he 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 can see the standings. He knows the sense of urgency. But Ja did say he's not trying to force a historic game back and express confidence that as deep as this hole is, he said he's not worried. They, they can dig out of it. Ja Morant slated to return on December 19th. Tim McMahon, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA Today. So that is the latest out of Memphis. Let's check in on the rest of the West. We're going to do a little coast-to-coast. We're going to start in Dallas. That is where Luka Doncic went for 39 points and 13 assists, but it was not enough to beat the Wolves, who have won 17 of their last 20. Zach, we've been asking if they're for real. So what's the ceiling for the Wolves here? 
about number one seed in the West? They're four games up in the loss column on the number two seed. This team is not going anywhere. The playoffs are a different kind of test, but this team is here to stay in the West. And there was something in last night's game that made me say, you know what? My holy bleep moment of this game. Anthony Edwards didn't guard Luka much, but he had him here. And look how dialed in he gets. Nas Reed is like, you need me to switch? Okay, another screen, you need me to switch? Another. Anthony Edwards is like, get away! I got him! And then they get an air ball or a block shot, whatever that is. Love the tenacity. When he dials in, he can guard anyone as well as anybody in the league. And he shot like 3 for 18 from the field. Oh, here's what I know. Whenever Nikola Jokic is on the floor, it's a holy bleep moment. He had a holy bleep stat line. He posted 26, 15, and 10 to record his 10th triple-double for an NBA record seven straight season wow. today. Is he going to catch Russ for the most triple-doubles of all time? Look, I don't think he's going to play to the wheels fall off because he loves his home country too much. Fair. But I do believe he will play as long to make sure he gets that title triple-double king. I love that. Maybe that's seven seasons, eight seasons. 100% chance he gets that. Oh, yeah, he's going to get it. And he's going to play as long and, until he gets it. And then he's going to get the triple-doubles of horse racing, whatever that equivalent <laughs> yep. is. All right, in the battle of 40-point games, De'Aaron Fox got the best of Shea Gildas-Alexander in a Kings win against the Thunder Park. Who has a better chance to win a playoff series, though? The Sacramento Kings, the, the team that took Golden State and Steph Curry to seven games. This young core that needed that series last season to get experience. Look, Oklahoma City Thunder are going to be a good team in the future. They're going to make the postseason this season. But De'Aaron Fox and his ability to take over games and to be the best player in any given series gives the, Oklahoma, gives the Sacramento Kings the edge for me. Let's stick in California because the Clippers, they continued their hot play. They held off the Warriors en route to their sixth straight win. That's despite missing Paul George. Uh, he missed his first game of the season in that one. James Harden, he became the 24th player in league history to score 25,000 career points. It, it was easily Harden's best game as a Clipper. I mean, without Paul George, Harden set season highs in minutes, in points, in assists, in threes, in free throws, in blocks, and distance covered. That's all according to Second Spectrum. So, Zach Lowe, by my count, last night was your third Clipper game that you've been at in the building during your trip to L.A. this week. So what's the biggest difference that you've noticed being in person uh, for James Harden? The comfort level he has run in the offense. Um, that's It all flows from the Harden, Zubats, pick and roll. There's other stuff going on there, hunting mismatches, the ball's moving around. But those two, when James Harden got there, it was a mess. They had no chemistry. He didn't know when and where to hit Zoo with the ball, where Zoo liked the ball. Zoo was passing it all over the gym. And after practice, damn near every day or after workouts, whatever, they work together. James says, big guys, Zoo, Daniel Tice, who's ever around, screeners, I want to work with you privately 20, 30 minutes. Let's see where you like the ball. Let's see how I like to pass you the ball. That work is paying off. The ball's starting to move around. Yep. Kawhi's starting to attack closeouts. They're shooting catch-and-shoot threes. It's a dangerous team right now. Give this man respect. I am here for James Harden 4.0. I'm counting by the team. <laughs> uh, his experience in Brooklyn, his experience in Philly, leading, pacing the NBA in assists, has helped him for this moment. I also think he receives, he's heard the pressure, like, you better work this out because not many guys are able to finesse their ways to their destination back home in Los Angeles. Him being able to have so many assists, also, he's no longer the guy that, I used to say, dribble, 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 step back. <laughs> right. He's not the guy that will force his way to the free throw line or to the rim. He stopped really attacking he's really embraced the passing yep. and it's worked out to his benefit and he's upped his catch and shooting which was the criticism that he had in Philly now he's shooting 40 percent from three yep all of those 
you know, trials and tribulations have come to this version of yes. James, and you have to give respect because we criticize him hard, but you got to give him respect Look at hard. Perk, Perk is Perk's ready for per, something. Perk is ready <laughs> because it feels ready. like with the extra work that Harden is putting in, Uh-oh. Perk, where do you see the Clippers fitting in the Western Conference? Are you, are you well, positive, you know, Perk? You know, when you start to ask about the Western Conference, they're doing big things in the West, so it means a big list. Again, this is not Zach list. This is not Malika list. This is not Chanae list. This is not ESPN list. This is my list, yours truly. <laughs> big perks, big list, best out west. Coming in at number five. Put it up there, Zach. I'm throwing you the live early. Run it. Bam! That's the energy I like. The Sacramento Kings. Look, I know they've been up and down the last couple weeks, but when you got a player like De'Aaron Fox that could close and take over any game at any given moment, when you have a big man that's a bonus that could go out there and Flirt with a triple-double every single night. It's the best thing. You have Malik Monk coming in off the bench. They showed what they was capable of doing last year, getting into the postseason. I expect big things out of this team coming into this year's postseason, at least getting to the second round. Malik, you walked up here like you got it on well, your you mind. Well, you know, if you're going to incorporate us. You walked up here us. like you go stand on business. Well, damn it, I need you to stand on business and run it. Ready? Run it. Bam! There it go. <laughs> the Los Angeles Clippers. Sinead just talked about James Harden. We just talked about how good they look, how they look dysfunctional at first. But guess who made adjustments? It wasn't just James Harden. It wasn't the player Kawhi Leonard. It was Ty Lue. He had decisions to make. Oh, I'm going to move Russell Westbrook to the bench. I'm going to start uh, Terrence Mann. I'm, you know what else I'm going to do? P.J. Tucker, I know it's going to hurt, but you're not going to get minutes. I got to shorten my rotation. All of a sudden, you see sacrificing, you're seeing trust, and you're seeing guys buying into the system on both ends of the floor. At number three, Tonight, I know you standing to the left of me. You already know, know I stand on business. Flavor. I ain't playing with you. That's what I like. The Minnesota <laughs> Timberwolves. Oh, your voice Ant is up like three hours. man cats, they're making it work, all right? They're making it work in the other pieces around them. When you talk about one of the best defensive starting fives, this team right here, when they're locked in, they're doing big things. And you know why? Because they have a big man in the middle, Rudy Gobert, who might win defensive player of the year for his fourth time in his career. This team is playing with a lot of confidence. They're playing with a lot of swagger. They got great depth on the bench, and they're doing their thing. And number two, Zach. Again? Yeah. I know who's, I think I know who it's going to be, too. Bring me the Lakers. Bam! Damn right. (laughs) It's going to be the Los Angeles Lakers. Kane James and Anthony Davis. Hey, look, I don't care about where everybody else got them. Look, they hoisting up the end-season tournament trophy. But this man right here should be in everybody MVP conversation. 38 years old and still giving people that work on the offensive end and still being effective defensively. People called out Anthony Davis. He's been delivering in great fashion. By the way, he's averaging 24-12 in almost three blocks this season. I got the Lakers at number two and at number one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to do it together. I'm lying. I'm going one deep. The Denver They are finally healthy. Jamal Murray is back. He's getting his legs back up on them. We know what Jokic is bringing to the table, but we forget about the others. Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. We forget about KCP and the young fellas coming in off the bench. When they get you at home in that altitude, it is over when you're playing against the Denver Nuggets. Mm. Again, this is not Malika, Zach, or Sinead List, or ESPN. 
damn it, this is my list. Well, guess what? You're going to get to see a whole lot of these teams, Big Perk, yeah. in our annual NBA on Christmas Day. Our tradition continues. Five star-studded games on ESPN and ABC. Bucks, Knicks starts the day. You can see how you can spend your entire Christmas right here on ESPN and ABC. Some of the best in the association. But today, it's a big day, guys, on the NBA calendar. Bobby Marks is going to explain why we may have some major trades on the horizon and who is most likely to get moved. That's next on NBA Today. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Some news out of Cleveland. Cavs center Evan Mobley, he will undergo arthroscopic surgery on his left knee and is expected to miss six to eight weeks. That's according to our senior insider, Adrian Wojnarowski. So pair that with Brian Windhorst reporting that guard Darius Garland is also expected to miss a month due to surgery on a fractured jaw he suffered last night. It is tough to see the ninth-seeded Cavs making up any substantial ground in a very crowded Eastern Conference. So... After Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley, they are the second and third leading scorers for the Cavaliers this season. Garland, he is shooting 47% this season and leads the team in assists. Evan Mobley is shooting 57% and leads the team in rebounds. So some big hits that the Cavs have taken here. But it is an important date on the NBA calendar today. Starting today, trade restrictions. They have been lifted for 82 players around the league who signed free agent contracts. That means 88% of NBA players, they are now eligible to be traded. So it is a good thing that the trade machine guru is here with us. Our front office insider, Bobby Marks, is joining us. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby! Uh, Bobby! There it is! All right, let's start with the Warriors okay. general manager, okay. Bobby. Uh, Mike Dunleavy, he said the next 15 to 20 games, they will decide the direction of this team. So what is the biggest decision that they're facing? Well, I think the biggest decision is maximizing the future of Steph Curry. I look at it here, and not from a trade perspective, I look at Steph Curry, who's going to be 36 in March, has two years left on his contract after this season. The, the time to try to put a winning roster around him certainly starts in this 15 to 20 game sample here of games here. But I just think that if you have a player like Curry on your roster, um, you cannot throw it out the window here. And, you know, Mike Dunleavy Jr. hit it right on the head. It's basically a 15 to 20 game audition that we're going to see. And 
We'll see what happens with Andrew Wiggins and Chris Paul. And I'm not ready to mm. talk about Clay Thompson regarding trades yet. Maybe okay. that's something we talk about down the road. But I think they have to maximize the Curry window, which I see it as two years right now. So if we're not talking about Clay, Bobby, two big names that I think all of us keep on hearing are Pascal Siakam and Zach Levine. Is there any urgency to move either of them? Well, Pascal Siakam, he has a December 30th date that I've circled here, and here's why. Once he is traded, if he is traded past December 30th, he's only eligible to extend with his new team for two years, $84 million. If he's traded before that date, he can sign a four-year, $192 million extension right up until June 30th when free agency started. So there is a little bit of a window here, a two-week window, if, if Toronto wants to do something with Siakam. With Levine, I just don't see anything right now, Malika. Five and two without him, five and 14 without him on the roster. 166 million left on that contract. What team out there is willing to go out and, and, and trade for Zach Levine? Knowing his injury history, knowing the success that Chicago has had with him without, without him on the court right now. Bobby, let's go back to Pascal Siakam. Is there a team that you think might be aggressive in pursuing him? Well, I think you look at two teams, certainly Indiana, that Pacers team led by Tyrese Halliburton here. They've got certainly expiring contracts when you look at Buddy Heald, uh, Obi Toppin. They've got draft equity to go out and get him. Now, here's the question, Shanae. Do you wait until he becomes a free agent this offseason and not maybe give up some of these players and, and sign him as a free agent? Always a risk there. That's the big thing for Indiana, who can certainly use a big wing. And then the other team is Sacramento. Mm. Can you add him to a combination with De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis? But it's going to cost them. Certainly one of those fours in Harrison Barnes. You've got some draft equity down the road. You have to give up a player like Keegan Murray in a deal here. So mm. any Siakam deal is going to be expensive. <clears throat> but as I said, once that December 30th date goes by, I think Toronto loses a little bit of leverage as far as where where they stand with Siakam. So, Bobby, before we let you go, can you just give us one more team that you think maybe needs to, to make a move here? Well, I mean, I'm looking at Cleveland. I mean, we, we <laughs> talked about, you talked about the injury history with um, Evan Mobley and Darius Garland. I think, Malika, there's going to have to be a point, whether it be in the next two months or even if, during the summer, where we're going to have to talk about the future of Donovan Mitchell here. Hmm. And I look at Mitchell, who it has... Uh, he'll have a year left on his contract entering this summer here. Here's a team that's 13 and 12 right now. It's basically the roles have reversed between them and Minnesota from a year ago as far as this Timberwolf team has really taken off. And they're struggling right now. And where is Donovan Mitchell? And how does he fit into the future yeah. of this Cavaliers organization? And do you want to maximize his value right now? or when he is in the last year of his contract. Right, particularly with all of the injuries that we just detailed that now the Cavaliers are facing. It feels like they're sort of swirling in this place of, okay, which direction is this team going to go at this point? Bobby Marks, thank you so much for stopping by NBA Today. All right, coming up on our show, guys, when NBA players step to the mic, oh, we no. are always Let's paying go. attention. It is our favorite Friday game. Who said that? Can our esteemed panel guess the best quotes of the week? Play along with us. Zach, you ready? I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Friday, so let's have some fun. It is Zach Lowe's favorite game. It is Who Said That? We're going to take a quick look at some quotes that caught our attention. Ask our esteemed contestants, Who Said That? All right, sound good? Oh, who's it first? Here are the current standings. With uh, Perk leading the way, Zach, what? we won't talk about <laughs> I'm it. I'm in a slump. Tanae Gumake, are you ready, my friend? Let's get it, All let's right, get it, let's get it. Here we go. Which coach described a blowout loss as, quote, a masterpiece of dog bleep? Was it Will Hardy? Was it Greg Popovich? Or was it Monty Williams? Ooh, I just go, I'm going with Greg Popovich. Was it Greg Popovich? Oh, no! My streak's over? Dang it! Dang it. That was an absolutely horrendous performance from start to finish. Um, That was a masterpiece of dog. (laughs) Was he talking about your... Your performance. Yeah, right here. We're talking about me right here. Oh, good things must come Sorry, to an end. Sorry, Your streak is over, but you're still up on Zach in the leaderboard. No, All right. She fell now. Now I'm ahead. Temporarily, I'm ahead. Kendrick Perkins, are you ready? You have the best winning percentage of yeah. anyone on the show, so let's see if you can keep that going. What Noonan. all-star justified Noonan. a technical foul to an official by saying, quote, I didn't do nothing. He was just mad because I'm busting his you-know-what. Was it Kevin Durant? Was it Luka Doncic? Or was it Jimmy Butler? Mm, that, you know what? That sounds like something Jimmy Butler would say. Was it Jimmy Butler? Oh, uh, uh. No, it was Luca. I knew that one. I didn't hear that. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. He's just mad. I'm going to lose Man, we're 0 for 2 so I far. Knew that one. And I'm supposed to know this. It's a big opportunity for me right now. I'm, Jazz I'm, are taking a lot I of know that Luka, You can make up some ground. I know that Luca yes. has spankings. As long as you don't. As long as you don't. No spanking. Right. No spanking. Finally, Zach Lowe. Yes. Are you ready? No, okay. but I have to be. It's time. Which player confessed yeah. to wearing real jewelry because, quote, I knew this one too. People are going to think it's real anyways because it's Thank me. Was it Kyle Kuzma? Was it Dylan Brooks? Or was it Anthony Edwards? This is a great selection of players. I'm going with Kyle Kuzma. Oh, you wrong. Was it Kyle Kuzma for the win? Wow. How about the one I didn't know? I'm so mad. You was wearing a fake chain? (laughs) People going to think it real anyway because it's me. Come on, Zach. Come back, Zach. Zach, you know that. Zach. This is a guy that got his dog a Twitter account. Yes, this is true. I'm just like, not the Zach. one. Come on, come on back, Zach. I, I need to wander around for a little bit. You can go and reevaluate <laughs> your life and your choices yeah. if you so wish. I do want to if take an like updated look at the standings. I'm still in the lead. If we could. How does this happen? You know what 11. we can all feel good about? Richard is still in last. 
Yeah. Everyone can feel good. <laughs> we go by percentages. That yeah. that is if, I, if I keep this up, I'm going to fall below Richard in like a month or two. All right. It's closer than people think. It's fine. Still to come on NBA <laughs> Today. We're going to let Zach get himself together here. LeBron James and Victor Wembanyama, they're set to play for the first time tonight on ESPN. Will we see a play like this from LeBron against the Spurs? After every loss in these playoffs, Miami and LeBron James have responded in a huge way. They'll need to do it again here tonight in game two. Oh, what a block from James! Throws it back at Splitter, who is ready to dunk. The Heat have turned this into a blowout. NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. How much pressure do you feel? Like? There's no pressure. There's no pressure at all. Are you serious? He's the best high school player I've ever seen. He was on the cover last year of Sports Illustrated. Someday, it could be another one that could be compared to me. Oh, There's no hype with this. This is fact. Simply the greatest draft prospect in the history of the NBA. I'm not going to be surprised by all this attention. It would mean that I'm satisfied with it, and I'm not. Watching Victor win by Yama, what would you tell him? I knew that uh, I belonged in the greatest league in the world, but I didn't know what to expect. He's going through it right now. The most important thing, stay true to the game. Work your butt off. <laughs> I know I got a lot to show. For sure, a generational talent. Goes down tonight. It's now time for setting the pick, brought to you by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. The Lakers there in San Antonio for the second time in three nights. LeBron Wright, he missed the last game due to a left calf contusion. He's listed as questionable. We expect him to play against Victor and the Spurs. So, Zach, who you got? Lakers! Lakers! <laughs> Remember that guy, the Lakers guy? Lakers! No. Can you do it one more time for us? No. Though? Okay. <laughs> Lakers! Yeah, see? Not bad. Lakers! People That's know what I'm talking about. Guys, guys, the chain, it's the sign uh, guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it, though. Uh, give me Anthony Davis, LeBron. And you gotta do it. Come on. Do it! Come on. Lakers! <laughs> So everyone here has who? The Lakers. I know so we're who are you only... picking? Get the ESPN bet app and get started. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets once they've placed their first sportsbook bet with ESPN bet. So I do want to talk a little bit about Victor here because he leads all rookies in points, in rebounds, in blocks. <laughs> you okay, buddy? No, um, I'm just laughing because if the Spurs win this, this game, do you know that's going to be all over the internet? <laughs> that's fine. They've lost a million oh, games in a row. Right. Over the place. And you guys, you've got to see this. Uh, Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> oh, snap. It's Santa Wemby. I thought it was Santa Park. But uh, he's, he coming. he's coming he on for his way. you. He on his way. But look, he did. He, never seen. Slender Santa. It's the wrong proportion. Slim Santa. Yeah, Slim you Santa. Have a, it's a weight limit in order to be Santa. Like, it ain't no skinny Santa. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to be over. The Spurs won't even let Trey Jones be an elf. Yeah. Can Trey Jones do something this season? That's going to do it for us. Enjoy your weekend. Oh, my God. See you on Tuesday. <laughs>